And just like that, a real bitch is back. Yes, I am. All right, so yeah, what's poppin', peons? It's your girl, Just Street, and I am back for another podcast. I hope you guys are here for all the fuck shit, because I am. Um, Honestly, Spirit has told me to sit my motherfucking ass down. So that's what the fuck I'm doing. Um, Literally, child, the ghetto, the banjee. So, look, let's go get into this shit, because this is my podcast, and I, bitch, we finna do this how the fuck I feel like doing it hard. So let us begin, shall we? One, I'm a bad bitch, don't you ever forget it. Two, you're a bad bitch, don't you ever forget it. Three, you dope as shit, and everything that you got going on in your life is what's up, and you popping, like, you the shit. Like, can't nobody compete with you. Can't nobody, uh, like, you can't nobody, uh, 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 like, hit them with that, uh, uh, like, you can, like, honestly, on some real ass shit, like, motherfuckers need to be kissing your ass, like, that's how good you is as a person, and this ain't even me, like, you know what I'm saying, like, guessing you, but, like, you are the shit, because I'm the shit, and you fuck with me, so if you fuck with me, you on my wavelength, and this is how I feel about myself, I feel like I'm the shit, I feel like I'm the baddest bitch on the block. I feel like even when I don't have my shit together, bitch, my shit is together. Bitch, I get everything that I fucking want. It's never a day that I go without. Even on my worst days when I don't even know how the fuck I'm finna get what I fucking need, everything I have is already supplied to me. Any mistake that I make, I'm forgiven for because it's me, myself, and I, baby. Like, I'm soft with myself. I'm sensitive. I'm a butterfly. I'm a sensitive butterfly. (laughs) You feel me? Like, my lifespan is longer than a butterfly because you know they live for a year after they born and then they die. I mean, that's the latest year of their life. Uh-huh. I mean, it better be. <laughs> think of life like a motherfucking butterfly. Life is Think of yourself like a butterfly. Like, anytime in life, like, when motherfuckers and shit be coming up to your face, be like, bitch, life is like a motherfucking butterfly. Butterflies live for a year and they live their best life. Life is short, a.k.a. in so many words, and I'm finna live this motherfucker to the best I can, and if you know your life is short, you know that you only had a year to live, you wouldn't even be putting up with half the shit that you was putting up with and half the shit that you was going through, you would look at it like, man, fuck this shit, and I mean that shit from the bottom of my heart, but I got that out the way, let's go get into this podcast, um, before, before I do that, um, I have to get a disclaimer, y'all know I pop my shit, y'all know I'm unapologetic about what I should I say, um, if I'm wrong, I apologize, if I'm not, it is what it is, if I don't feel like I'm wrong, I'm not gonna apologize, because the world is just not gonna do it for you, anyway, so, um, let's go get into it, um, today's spirit set my, my little ass down, so, mind y'all, I work in a warehouse, and lately, I've just been working my ass off, just, like, trying to, you know, get further in my career, because it's not that I don't dislike my job, it's just that sometimes my job can be a little bit of an asshole, and sometimes I be having, like, days where I'm good, and most days I'm not, and since we've been in peak season, and we have, like, mandatory overtime, like, I've been just working, 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 and... Mind you, I have not taken the time out to sit my little ass the fuck down, okay? I have not acknowledged the great work I've done. I haven't even acknowledged the little shit that I fucking did. Now, y'all like, girl, how the fuck you just don't acknowledge yourself? Mind you, I'm just, like, comparing, like, oh, yesterday was bad. Like, I didn't hit right. Or this, this, that, and third. And I be like, damn, what, like, you feel me? But look, here we go. 
So basically, I threw out my shoulder like a couple of days ago, and I pulled the muscle. And I was just in denial. I was like in deep denial. Bad pain got so motherfucking bad. Yeah, I literally dead ass woke up and I was like, ah, you know what I'm saying? So I literally woke up. My whole shoulder felt like it's gonna fall off. I literally knew that I could not depend on like nobody to be like, okay, to feel sorry for me. So I did it. So it's like, can I just not come into work? They told me I had to come into work because I didn't have no time. Mind you, it was like, if I go, um, what you call it, some other shit. So I was like, all right, whatever. Cool. Like, I'm not going to argue with this shit. So I came into work today thinking that I was going to get VTO'd out. No, they really stopped me to the ER. But I also don't know me. It's a, it's not a lot of shit that scare me, but motherfucking hospitals and ER rooms scare the shit out of me because, one, I just seen too much shit go down. And, two, I just work in a private hospital. And the little secrets they be having, child, if you knew half the shit in the malpractice shit they be doing, see how that y'all don't know about, girl, y'all, okay? And... As a black woman, like, I know, I know you're like, oh my gosh, it's the black woman trope again. Yes, because I am a black woman, I'm going to speak on it. Like, literally, as a black woman, I don't really trust the medical system because doctors have openly even stated, like, when it comes down to black women and their pain, they look at us like we can take more pain. This is why I wanted to destroy the old strong black woman trope. Bitch, I am a regular fucking woman, bitch. I am a regular ass black girl who likes what the fuck she likes and will be treated with respect. And you're not going to treat me like I'm some type of anomaly because that's not what the fuck we're going to go do. Big prayer, big period. But anyways, so while I was sitting in the fucking hospital and shit, I was like, all right, cool bet. Like, ER room or whatever, waiting for my shoulder to get what you call it. This lady, like, when I do this thing where sometimes I dissociate. So she was talking to me, and when I got nervous, I started to dissociate. So I got on my phone. She was like, I'm gonna need you to get off your phone, man. So I had to get off my phone, which was embarrassing. You know how embarrassing it is to have to be told to get off your phone by like a doctor. And mind you, she was asked, she's like, have you been smoking? I was like, yeah. She's like, have you been drinking? I was like, yeah. I've been really stressed out. You know what I'm saying? You know, I just started going on about, like, some other shit. She started asking me questions, and she started, like, asking me about my health and shit. And, you know, this is me starting to open up. And I realized, like, bitch, I've been doing a great motherfucking job out here in these streets. Minus the fuck-ups. And mind you, it's okay for me to fuck up. And here's why. Because I've been doing such an amazing fucking job. Like, I didn't even realize that at my job, literally, I have a work wife, a work husband, everybody. Now, well, not everybody, but I have a certain reputation at my job. Like, motherfuckers like to come over there and fuck with me time I don't be working. But when you come and you look at the numbers the weeks and everything else like I really do perform top five and even when I'm in a not top five or whatever like my performance overall is like a top five I come in I bring light I bring energy I remember I didn't come to the warehouse for like a week because I had burnout and when I came back everybody's like oh I missed you I missed you I ain't see you mind you it was, um, like, a few other people who had, you know, was gone for a couple of weeks, and nobody really gave a fuck about them, and I was like, well, damn, <laughs> well, damn, is it me? Do I have less sauce? 
am I drip, drip, dripping? But no, um, and I was like, is it me? Is, is it me? Am I, am I the life of the party? Do I make, <laughs> and then, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was missed when I was gone, um, just a lot of stuff. It's just a lot of stuff that I had not realized that was actually going on. So I realized, like, what was going on and exactly where I stood at with all this shit. I was like, wow, like, I've really been doing a fucking great job. And I was like, I'm letting stress eat me the fuck up where I feel like I have to compete with other fucking people. And it's not even other people. It's just, like, I feel like I have, like, I have to be perfection, like, all the fucking time. Mind you, this shoulder is not letting me be, you know, OCD, always got it together, like, we on it tonight, like, 80's the rate, bitch, we going for 90, 100, like, you feel me, like, this shoulder would not let me do it, like, it'll let me come close to it, but actually, like, hitting that motherfucker, like, and if I did, like, it'll just go back down, and I was like, fuck, man, I was just at um the rate of whatever and mind you this shit we be lifting in that warehouse is not like all the time like people be like oh you a female they probably give you like the light shit you got me fucked up these motherfuckers be giving me like 50 pound bags of shit 60 pound bags of shit and be like oh you got that you a champ you got that mm-hmm. my mom and some and sometimes on some nights like we don't get no light shit all night and then like at their last hour that's when they want to give us like the little feather dusters and shit like that i'll be like well damn bitch <laughs> you couldn't get us <laughs> this wasn't you know an option earlier <laughs> i said damn bitch <laughs> but no um so literally like so hitting 80 by itself is already hard and mind you um um I'm literally disassociating from the doctor. The doctor told me to put my phone away. And that's when Spirit was like, you disassociate a lot. And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> I do. Um, so literally, she was like, you disassociate a lot when it comes down to um your work ethic and you never want to give yourself credit. And I was like, well, if it's not perfection or right on the money, then it's a problem. Mind you, my area manager was coming up to me telling me like how I was doing a really good job. And how not only was I doing a really good job, but with the new people that's coming in, I was showing great leadership skills. And I how I only was I showing great leadership skills, but even when I was in pain, how I kept on pushing through the pain and I did not allow my how I haven't been allowing my anxiety to creep up on me. And even when I had a bad night or whatever, like or there was a bad night, then I was one of the main ones that was on focus majority of the night. And not only was I the main one on focus, but I filled in and I made sure everything was together and whatever wasn't together, like I was going around and fixing it. And to me, I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, this is my groove. Like, this is my thing. Like, I should be perfect at this. And he was like, I was doing a really good job. Mind you, I even got like a positive report on my whole form. Mind you, all lately I've been getting like, negative safety reports and I'm not even gonna hold you I've been getting negative safety reports for not wearing my mask but outside of me wearing my mask like I have not gotten a positive safety report ever like if there was a posted child for fuck ups 
in the department I'm in at my motherfucking job, bitch, it would be me and it would be my face when, like, shit be done fell on me because some of the shit that has fell on me could have literally broken my bones. I say it's 12-12 and I say to that shit because it's motherfuckers who got real injuries in there for less. Like, y'all, I say for the protection, bitch. But look, on some real shit, like, it's been, like, days where, like, 50-pound cat litter done fell on my foot or, like, that little aquatic shit that they be having and it already be having, like, the little aqua shit in there and, like, the water or whatever. And that should be, like, 60 pounds. When I say, I think one night, I know what happened. Uh, it's not I think, I know. Literally, one of them boxes burst on me and it had tipped over. So I didn't stop the line because I couldn't stop the line. So I was trying to get the shit. I damn near almost pulled my motherfucking shoulder out my shit. And when I finally did get it off the fucking line, it fell on my toe. Mind you, I was damn near about to cry because I'm like, why would this just fall on my toe like this? Like, it's hurt. And I was trying to be so tough. Like, I want hurt whole entire time. Toe swollen like a motherfucker got home, did not ice it. I'm bending it, trying to, you know, get the muscles right and shit like that. Y'all, I should have been, what you call it. But this injury, y'all, put me out the game. Okay. Because I'm in the doctor's office now, sitting there looking at my accomplishments at work. And seeing everything that I've done and everything that I've gotten done. And exactly how I found stack. Seeing that I just went through a breakup with a dude who's left with a very close friend of mine. Mind you, me and this girl, we been, and we done had some conversations, all types of shit. She don't tell me her, her business. I told her a little bit of the shit I felt like telling her. You know what I'm saying? Like, full-blown conversations. And this bitch has turned out to be an op. I just got broken up with. My shoulder fucked up. And I'm still doing a great job at my motherfucking job. I may not have hit rate like I was supposed to, but I was damn near, damn sure as fuck doing a great motherfucking job at my motherfucking job, literally. So y'all can go suck that, baby. Anyways, so here we go. So, so what had happened? Because, yes, what did happen? So literally, so literally, spirit is like, you disassociate a lot when you get uncomfortable. And mind you, when I came back <laughs> to the job, like, because I got some other downloads, but I can't tell y'all what my nose on is going on, because it's just not for y'all to know. So, I came back to the job after being in the um, thing, after they did my whole x-ray shit and told me that I would be okay, and I had to go to work, back to work, and they said I had to go to therapy for my arm. And I was like, this shit just not, this shit not making sense to me. Like, this shit not mapping. And so, they sent me back to work. After I got sent back to work, I was like, you know, I don't want to be here. Like, my shoulder fucked up. Woo, woo, woo. They made me sit down, okay? Literally, the moment I got there, they iced me up. Because, like, the, like, they, like, I told them, like, I'm holistic. So, I don't have to do medication. So, since I don't do medication, I have to go to the painful route and deal with all this pain because, I really can't do ibuprofen and Tylenol and shit like that because it's just not for me. So, boom. They're like, okay, since you since you don't do medicine, you got to ice every four hours. 
So for me, I'm like, I don't want to ice that food. I was like, I just, I just, I just pulled the whole fucking muscle. Like, bitch, you talking about something? It's alright. Like, bitch, you know it's not alright. You telling me I gotta go through this painful ass route? Mind you, another download. Boom, just like that. So because I don't take medication and I don't want temporary relief, and I'd rather just go through this shit and deal with it and get it over with. So you know, I'm as I'm just sitting in the office. I gotta ice. Every fucking four hours. Mind you, mom, I got off at 4 30 in the morning. I've been in the doctor's office for about four, five hours. It's like 12. I finally get back to the building. It's like 12, 10, 12, 15. I gotta get iced up. So, you know, I'm getting iced. I go fast. I don't go on break. They literally put me in another department that's like similar to what you call it. Only thing is, it's easy. So, you know, I'm mad because I'm like, I don't work over here. Like, I don't work over here. Like, this ain't my area. Mind you, job is a lot easier. It's a lot less stress. I literally get to stand on the line and throw some shit in a fucking box. I don't got to pack. I don't got to worry about this. I don't got to get worried about the scanner. I ain't got to change shit. I'm mad as hell because I'm not where the fuck I want to be at. Mind you, the motherfuckers in where I want to be at is lifting big ass boxes all night long. Mong, 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 mong. Big bulk, heavy shit, like 50 pounders. And it's consistent back to back work. It's not like the other days where, like, we had time to sit down because we didn't have no work. And so, you know, I'm sitting there like, you know what, man? So, mind you, my work wife come and she see I'm in a shitty mood. She's like, She's like, I didn't see you at the first break with the woo boop. What happened? So, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is how the fuck I feel. And I'm telling her, like, exactly how I feel. And I'm, like, upset because I'm like, mind you, I'm so indulged in my own little world. I don't see the blessing that's right in front of my face. I dead ass did not have to work most of my motherfucking shift tonight because I threw out my shoulder. Not only did I throw out my shoulder, but now, for the next two weeks, I have the easiest jobs. We are in peak season. Literally, that means that we can get called for MOT for two more days as long as we get one day off. So, mind you, we got to work, like, six days, like, six days out of the week. Like, you got to get that one day off because of the shit we do. And I was like, if I have MOC for six days, I could stand on this motherfucking line and just throw some motherfucking shit in a box. And this is going to be the easiest 10 hours I got because literally I dead ass have to ice every four hours for about 20 minutes. And I'm like, this is easy. I'm dead ass trained over here. And they be needing people over here. And nobody want to come over here because it's boring. Bitch, my OCD and my hyperactivity and imagination be keeping me up. And when I be saying I be getting hot, it's nothing to switch over between that tape line and then go back to packing and then go back to the tape line and go back to packing. Because if y'all know me, I don't like to drive. I hate driving. I think it's I think it's so bingy to me. Like, I don't even like driving in real life. Like, anytime I've ever had to drive in real life, it made me cry. Like, <laughs> I know you're going to be like, it made you cry, girl. Yes, tears. It made me cry. So, boom. So, boom, bong. 
mom. So here we go. So I'm right here with it. So you know, I'm I'm here with it. Mind you, I'm like, all right, boobies. Right. So you know, so I'm here with my wife. So here got my work wife. Ma'am, this is one of the easiest jobs. It may be boring, it may not be what you want to do, but you dead ass have been working your ass off. Learn to take a motherfucking break. Nobody's going to look at you and feel like you what you call it. My work wife didn't do it for me. So, you know, I'm trying to look at the plus and the positives and the pros and the cons. I'm like, you know, my work husband works over here a lot. So, you know, since he's always over here in this area, I'll probably be like over here in this area with him. I'll get to get the breaks. You feel me? Um, I don't have to work as long. And if I do get fatigued and tired, like there's no rate over here when you do this. So there's no expectation for me to be great. So literally at any given point in time, if I need a fucking break and whether I do a great job or not, nobody's coming down my motherfucking throat or neck telling me like I need to speed it up or do this. And I was like, this is a plus. This is a plus. And literally I had to ice again at four o'clock. So, so the girl from safety, who was my friend, she came and she got me and she was like, come on, girl, let's go ice you up. And this is going to be your time and you can leave. And I was like, girl, thank you. So, mom, I get here and this is the part that like kind of got me, I guess you could say, because, um, what happened? Because what had happened? Yeah, they happy. Anyways, so basically, so basically, we're sitting there and we're talking, and I start talking about like narcissism and just a bunch of stuff and like how I've been feeling lately and how I feel like I have to be superwoman all the time and how nobody really has my back but me and how I have to have me emotionally like yeah people are here like the physical shit but the shit I really be needing help with sometimes like my emotional my mental and shit like that I be feeling like my I be by myself and she was like I get where you coming from and I was like I don't think you really do and she she shared some shit with me and she told me that I didn't have to be superwoman all the time and I was like what I say I had a feeling it's gonna let me see 22 22 so she dead ass told me like she dead ass told me some shit and I was like all right cool so you know I'm sitting there and I'm listening to what she's saying and she said a mouthful without saying a mouthful because mind you when I was in a hospital when I was in a doctor's office I was like I don't know how I'm gonna do this like I'm tired I'm stressed all this other shit and then I realized like maybe I need to get away from that area until after this time is up. And maybe this injury was a sign, like, slow your motherfucking road, shorty. Like, you're working way too hard. Like, you're caught up. Like, everything that you're supposed to do, you're doing. So just take your time and breathe and try something fucking new. So literally, she giving me advice about not how to be superwoman and shit like that. And I'm like, you know what, you are so fucking right, shorty. So literally, after she gave me advice about, like, how not to be superwoman and how not to be saving these people and just be superwoman to myself. And I told her, I was like, I am superwoman to myself. It's just that sometimes people expect a lot out of me. And she was like, well, what do you expect out of you? 
And I, she was like, what do you want to do? She was like, being a superwoman to yourself means more than self-care and the all the other shit that you do for yourself. She was like, being a superwoman to yourself is always choosing you first, no matter how it may make somebody else feel. Because people can get upset. She, so she basically told me, a person to get upset with you when they can't cross your boundaries, but they will learn to respect them. And I was like, ah, ah, Keisha, ah, Keisha. And after that, that was just that. And I came home and I realized, like, this whole shoulder injury shit, it hurt. Don't get it twisted. Like, my whole arm, like, my whole right shoulder and what you call it, it hurt. But I did realize a lot of shit. Like, I lost over 40 pounds. I used to be over 200 pounds. I'm like, <laughs> that's all I would say. But the girl has lost weight unintentionally. And not only have I lost fucking weight, but I have been doing a damn good job at being myself and loving on me. And not only did that, I did a turnaround with my motherfucking job because at one point in time, I was going through hell. Now, bitch, I get excited to go to work. Every chance I motherfucking get, I be in that bitch like, oh, what's the theme of the week? Like, literally, this week is either sweatpants or occupations that I've had. Seeing that it's cold as shit, it's going to be motherfucking sweatpants. <laughs> because jobs that I've had is just giving me very bangy. Because I don't think I could pull that teacher outfit off in that cold as well. Oh, I'm sitting there right now. Okay. But um just like sitting there and looking back at it, just like this whole sh- my whole shoulder getting my whole me pulling my muscle and shit like that was really a blessing in disguise. Cause if I didn't pull my shoulder, I probably would be out here stressed out, crying, wondering what's wrong with me. Like I can't believe, like oh my gosh, I can't believe this whole entire time. Me straining my arm gets me close to my work husband, close to my work wife. I literally get to rest every, like, four hours and take a 30-minute break. Um, Somebody's catering to my needs without me having to do so. Um, I did not have to go pay for the doctor's visit. On top of that, now I'm trained in somewhere else. And anytime that I may or may not need a break from a certain area, I can literally go ask. Um... What else? This kind of puts me in a position to get to the place where I want to be at in the company. Um, literally, I have good rapport. Clearly, I'm cared for and cared about by people because people just be talking to me sometimes. I don't even be knowing people names. I be calling everybody. Sometimes I will call people babe. Sometimes I be like, "What's poppin', shorty? Oh, what's up, babe? What's what's up, shorty?" Like, literally, because people, like, really genuinely fuck with me. Um, I have peace now. I don't got to keep up no drama with no bitch. And honestly, my MOT days are probably going to be less and less because it's just way too much MOT. Like, honestly, like child i got a positive safety report and even though like i pulled my thing it just means that i was working too hard 
And you know the crazy part is people were telling me like, you just maybe just like time, maybe just like time. I'm like, I ain't working time, I ain't working time, I ain't working time, I'm not working hard enough, I'm not working hard enough, I'm not working hard. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta outbeat everybody. <laughs> and it just made me realize like I don't have to compete because I am the darn daughter. <laughs> even on my worst days, like even I don't be the best top performers, like it's still positive shit is that that people motherfuckers say about me like oh, how I do my job and how well I do my shit and how well I come in this bitch and how well I execute because, baby, who the fuck? Because, bitch, I do a fantastic job. I do a great job. As a matter of fact, I do so motherfucking good that even when I don't do good, it's okay because every other day I give 110%. Like, I'm really winning in life. Like, I really let go of a nigga and a bitch. I literally, like, my spiritual gifts have increased. Like, everything, like, my life has honestly been, honestly blooming. And I have yet to see it because I'm so busy. It's just, I gotta work, I gotta work, I gotta work. I gotta be perfect. Whole time, I don't have to be perfect. I just have to continue to grow like the flower child that I am. So I said basically all this to say this. Continue to grow. Be, like, literally, like, coming into this bitch, like, Somebody told me I should take on an attitude of gratitude. And I was like, I don't think I attitude of gratitude. Like, oh my gosh, it was the Whole entire time, shorty. Now that I've taken on this whole attitude of gratitude, it is nice over here. Like, literally. Just for my many small accomplishments, for spirit coming and knocking this shoulder out of place. For, like, just everything. For the good, the bad, for the growth of my boyfriend. From... From everything, from the dude breaking up with me, from the dude lying on me, from me getting there right up at my job, or bitch trying to fight me, a bitch just is spicy, you know, like, just everything, like, everything is making me into the woman that I'm going to become, and the woman who I say that I am, because I am who I am, and I excel because I am who I am, and I stay who I am. Because I am that person. I am that girl. I am the Don Dada. I am the big news. I am the big fish in the big pond. Small pond. Every pond. Everywhere I step, it is blessed, baby. I am protected. I am respected. I am wealthy. I am healthy. Like, literally, life looks up for me even when it doesn't. Even when it don't even look like it's looking up for me. Life is always going to look up for me. Because guess what? I am that girl. And as that girl, I'm going to do what I like to do baby bank account <laughs> looking lovely brains beauty looks mentally spiritually doing well exceeding and striving out here living in gratitude for the good the bad and the ugly learning how to balance out my dark and my light side learning how to not be a petty bitch all the time like life is good over here and it's always going to be good over here because everything I want, I literally get. Like, I eat. I was like, you know what I want? Like, jokingly, I said I wanted some shit. And literally, it's coming to me, baby. Okay? Literally, like, I'm going to get it. Like, there's no if ands, what's about it. Like, it's going to belong to me. Like, it's not going to be like, uh, yeah, it's not going to do that. You feel me? Like, it's not. I know, I like, I know, yeah, I think it is, but it's not. Um, literally, I get to have exactly what the fuck I want to have, and not only do I get to have exactly what I want to have, but I did not have to work hard for it. 
or do anything else because I have tapped into my feminine energy and it's kind of dope. Like I know people would be like, oh my gosh, tap into your feminine energy, tap into your feminine energy. I would say women, tap into your feminine energy. Fellas, tap into your feminine energy and learn how to balance that masculine and feminine energy out of your body. And women, tap into your masculine and feminine energy and learn how to balance that shit out. Because sometimes you need to be in that masculine energy as a man or a woman. And sometimes you got to tap into that feminine energy as a man and a woman. Because, baby, when I say as a woman, me tapping into my feminine energy, I've gotten a lot more shit than I got and when I've tapped into my masculine energy. Because what's, what's good, baby? Get shit done. But that feminine energy, baby, when it hit, it hits like boom. I it hits like boom shaka laka, like literally. And this is not me saying like, oh, I love the attention and I just can't get enough of it, because that's not what it is. Like the attention is nice, but the fact that I can be myself and tap into my feminine energy and be girly and soft and like y'all my biggest flex and people think it's like y'all I'm so tapped in with my fucking feminine energy that when I'm like upset or like get upset like people think like I'm not upset I mean like I am genuinely fucking upset right now they're like but you're cute when you're mad and I'm they'll walk off at first, he still sent me, and I was like, oh, that's because I'm not living in my masculine energy. Because, child, when I'm masculine, ain't shit fucking cute about that whole setup. Like, literally. I remember somebody was like, um, like, I, like, I remember one time I got something in that, um, I tapped out my, I stepped out of my feminine energy. And, oh, bruh, that angry scared a couple of people, child. They was asking me if I was okay, like, it ain't never that deep. That's what somebody told me. And I was like, you don't get to tell me what deep is? Child, I was big mad that day. Don't ask me why. Because it's cause it's some stupid shit. Ashay, the number eight is my life number. And that bitch popped up. So, this ain't what I'm Anyway, so, so, mom. So, mom sitting there. And I was just like. When I tap into my masculine, I get really aggressive and I get angry. And it's scary because people don't expect it from me. But I was like, when I'm in my feminine, I get motion and I get a lot motion with ease because, baby, it just it just hits me like a motherfucking glove. And not only does it hit me, like, I actually enjoy it. And it's not like just having my hair done and doing my nails and dressing up and being pretty. It's like in my aura, like it's in my softness. Like, and I'm not saying use your feminine energy to get what you want, but tap into that bitch sometimes as a woman. Like instead of always fighting and going toe to toe and being like sometimes just genuinely tap into the parts that make you different from that whole masculine energy shit. Cause it's cause it's okay to be a tomboy and it's okay to be this and it's okay to be whatever the fuck you want to be. But I can tell you right now, as somebody who has seen the other side of the equation, where y'all be like, oh, the studs are masculine, child. Let me just say this real quick. As somebody who has dated the same, and there has been like 
the studs and the fems. Child, a fem is more masculine in the month like study these days. These studs be emotional out here and they showed up tap into their feminines because baby, when I was with my motherfucking stud, even though I was fem presenting, I had masculine energy and she had the fem soft energy because I remember one night, I remember one day, this is this is why I love her because she'd be like, she'd be like, oh my god. I can't believe you're doing this right now. And I was like, what are you crying for? And she'd be like, my feelings are hurt because I'm like, girl, fuck the people and child. Because it's been days where I don't have to stand up for this bitch. And this bitch has always been in her fucking feminine energy as a fucking stud. She may have presented male looking, but she was soft to my, to my world. And I was like, I like it. Do it again. I like it. Unpredictable. We about to do something in me Like literally, she was so motherfucking soft. And once I tapped into my feminine energy, I understood why we didn't work out. Cause I was so aggressive. Uh, oh my gosh! And not only was I aggressive, I had like fuckboy energy tendencies. This is why I be apologizing to sorry people. I be like, girl, eyes, eyes is a sorry's eyes, eyes, eyes is sorry, eyes <laughs> apologizes. But um, no. Once I talked to my feminine energy, it became really clear at how I really like to present myself. And I said I really like to present myself as feminine, cause as feminine, it's not that I get most shit. Or that people are more willing to come to me that way. But it is a lot more fun to be feminine than sitting my masculine. Like, when I have to dominate and lead a group, like, yeah, I tap into both. And I play on both of them. But as far as, like, um, switching and going, you got me fucked up, child. Who finna do that? Not I, said the cat. Not I. So, literally, um, yeah, I think that's it, you know what I mean, like, I, like, I genuinely feel like, in my heart of hearts, I just feel like, that's all I really honestly wanted to say, like, sometimes you have to take a seat, and just breathe, and relax, and step into the attitude of gratitude, because you never know what's gonna happen. Like, sometimes, like, sometimes if you just moving too fast and you doing everything you trying to do and you ain't taking a break, life will slow you down, even when you don't want to. Because, child, the many accidents that I could have had that should have took me out of leg cognition, me throwing a box. Me throwing boxes. Not me dropping this 60 foot, I say 60 foot, 60 pound aquatic shit on my foot. Not me driving it terribly on the equipment. Not me dropping cat litter on my foot. Not my foot being swollen and me not putting ice on that bitch. Not me doing none of that. But me throwing boxes has gotten me to the point where I had to damn near go to the hospital despite my PTSD. Because I'm not going to hold y'all. The very first time I went to the hospital as an adult, 
as an 18-year-old was fucking terrifying because I went by myself. I'm not going to tell y'all the whole experience because I don't want to embarrass I don't want to embarrass nobody because I know how people like to tussle. <laughs> but um, I can tell y'all right now, it was very embarrassing and it gave me big PTSD. As I remember going to the hospital one time and being missed. Like, yeah, I have so many horror stories from hospitals, but mostly the main one why I was so afraid to go to hospitals is because, ooh, Charlie. Ugh. Ugh. Maybe one day. Maybe, you know what? Maybe I might start my only fans up again. And I might give y'all a little story times that I refuse to tell y'all. And I won't be name dropping. But y'all, if y'all put someone so together, y'all be like, mm, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like this whole show the thing on from throwing boxes on MOT. Slow me the hold down. And put me in a different position. To where even now I'm fucking even winning on all skill levels and skill sets. Because now, when I don't want to do shit, I could just easily go to line. What? Go to the line. Pull up in a Sri Lanka. With no rate. <laughs> But no, like, seriously though, y'all, sometimes, like, you just gotta take a breather because life will humble you real quick. Like, this whole thing is kind of funny looking back at it. Like, bitch, how the fuck do I have, like, me working way too hard in packing got me with a strained shoulder, a strained muscle, like, a strained whole shoulder out here in these streets. Still, still, still the baddest bitch on every motherfucking block, too. Ow. But has me on a... <laughs> like, mandatory overtime, packing, and being put in packing. Now, we're not even packing. I think this shit happened in picking. Either picking and packing, and I end up straightening myself. And now that I'm showing you myself, I gotta sit the fuck down. And in the process of sitting the fuck down, I'm learning so much more about myself, like what I like, what I don't like, what I dislike, all the other shit. I'm getting cross trained and everything else. And the crazy part is, out of all the injuries that take me out and have me sit the fuck down, chow. Chow. It's just funny to me because it's the shit you at least expect. Like, bitch, what would think it's because I can't really push myself, but what would think it would be because of a lot of other things. But this child, anyways, um, yeah, anyways, um, yeah, um, anyways. <laughs> Take the time out today to be gracious for what you have going on in your life. When people want to leave your life, let them go. If a person's not for you, move the fuck around. 
Like, do not sit there and try to make it work. Um, be appreciative of the progress that you have made. Everybody is not you. They don't know your story, and neither will they ever know. Like, you can explain it to a bitch, say blue in the face, but if it's not their story, they cannot. And stop trying to compete with other people. Like, literally, stay in your lane, baby. If you competitive, breathe. Whatever you was looking for, you stop chasing it, it is going to find you, okay? Oh, downloads. Okay. Spirits, I can share this with y'all. And love yourself more than y'all love to avoid y'all trauma. Because the things that you are mostly afraid of, you're going to have to go through to get over it. Alright, I got it. So look, Spirit told me to tell y'all this. One of my biggest fears that I used to have was that I would be homeless. I dead ass was homeless. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like, I was just couch hopping and couch surfing for, like, a good three months, and on top of that, I was depressed as shit, I, um, another one of my biggest fears that I had was, um, one of my biggest fears outside of, um, that, oh, I feel bottom right now, <laughs> oh, I feel naked right now, oh, Lord, <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, like, one of my biggest fears that I had was not having a support system. And 90% of the time, I do not have a support system. I had to go through that. And another fear that I had, which was one that I come for today, which was going to the hospital or to the ER because of the shitty experiences that I've had in the past with them on personal levels and other shit like that. And from me working in a private hospital, from me knowing some things, to like, child, it's not my deal. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Literally. Oh, it's about to have a video sleep. So, literally, like, whatever you try to avoid, you're going to have to go through that. You're going to have to face it. Whatever your biggest fear is, you're going to have to face that. Like, it's, like, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I have some fears, like, I'm afraid of lightning. Like, thunder and lightning, like, I can't do thunderstorms. Like, they scare the shit out of me. Like, if you want me to sit the fuck down and you don't want me to go, like, let it be thundering and lightning outside of you. And see that shit come out the sky. Bitch, I will be in a fucking crib, Okay. And I'm on, bitch, I'm on the first ride to Le Crib, bitch. Play with your mama, not me. Like, shit like that, bitch, if I can avoid it, bitch, I'm avoiding it. But shit like being homeless, like, I tried to avoid it. It hit me in the face. It hit me in the face like a stack of bricks. Boom, bam, clam. Um, certain relationships I wanted to fix, um, hit me in the face like a ton of bricks. Poem, learn some lessons from that. Like, literally, my biggest fear was getting cheated on again, got cheated on again, had the same situation happen again. Literally, learn how to control my mother's like anger and not get upset. Um, what else? It's just like everything that I've been trying to avoid or been so fucking afraid of has been fucking finding me. And I know y'all be like, oh my gosh, like, huh, oh, I'm afraid of a million dollars. 
Like, nah, like, I've literally had money living in my lap sometimes, and that shit has scared the fuck out of me. Like, opportunities and shit to make some real money. Like, child, like, the things that have slid in my motherfucking lap, I had to go through, and I had to fail, okay, at them. And once I felt like I learned the fucking lessons, like, I used to be so afraid, like, when I used to have my business, like, oh, what's going to happen if this happens, and then some shit happened, and it gets what happened. I got up, and I moved around. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but I had to do that shit. Like, I used to be so afraid of, like, spirituality and shit like that, y'all. If I tell you what, child, I can't say y'all that much, but uh, <laughs> the way life is in, bitch, child, okay, 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 I said boom, yeah, that, um, like, Stop trying to overrun from shit and just face it head on and embrace everything and move forward. Because I'm telling you, I had to take on a breakup, a write-up, childhood traumas, a bunch of shit, all since I moved. And not just since I moved, like, even before the move. But the move just, like, intensified it because I ain't got nobody to, like, that I can call on and bitch about and be like, ah, can you believe this? And even then, like, I can't even really do that too tough because I really got to work. It's giving me very ghetto. It's giving me very bangy. It's giving me very much so you don't like yourself. But, you know, outside of that shit, life is amazing. It is what it should be. And I say all of this with love and the bad bitches out because clearly, <laughs> it's like, I'm going to go to sleep. And I got to look at these age numbers. It was 12, 12, and 22, 22. Uh, 